guys, uh, my name is Vision Boaz and welcome to another episode of the EHS Unplugged Podcast. In this episode, we're going to be taking you through electrical safety. Some of you are going to be sharing some of the preventive measures you can take in the home, in the workplace, or some precautions because electricity is killing so many Kenyans. Um, not just in Kenya, but globally, it's killing people. So with me is a guest who is an expert in this area. I'm just going to let him introduce himself. Thank you. Thank you, Vivian. And I'm glad to the viewers to be part of uh, this particular uh, broadcast or discussion. My name is Johnson Wanyama. I work with KPLC. I'm a lecturer and I'm also, I'm also passionate about safety. Welcome. Thank you very much, Wanyama. So I thought it first because uh, you do trainings on electrical safety. You do um, you lecture as you mentioned, so this is an area that you know comes easy to you, right? But then um, people normally think uh, when it comes to electrical issues in the home, then the problem is the equipment. But as we've been having this conversation, it actually goes deeper than that. The problem starts at the design phase. So please just take us through. Yes, um, thank you. Now when we talk about electrical safety. Mm-hmm. It's um, it has so many components in it, and the safety always begins from uh, the starting point mm-hmm. of uh, whatever somebody is doing. Whether you are constructing power line out there, it safety starts from the beginning. Now, in in in, in homes also in our domestic premises, mm-hmm. safety begins from the start point, which is the design. Yeah. Okay. How is the installation designed? How the installation is planned to take place? It starts from there. It is not the end product. To have safety is a process. So it has to go through all the phases. eh? At the design stage, there must be some kind of safety. At the installation phase, there have to be some safety. At the commissioning part of it, there has to be some safety. At the use of it, it has to be some kind of tips or measures to put in place. Add the maintenance, and then the cycle repeats, and then the demolition also. So, at the design is the most critical part, because if we don't incorporate safety measures, then all the other phases will not achieve the safety aspect. Maybe just to mention, when it comes to design, design phase, we are talking about how are the fittings chosen, okay? What type of fittings are you going to use in terms of sockets, in terms of switches? And the design also is where you choose the cables to be used. The designer, the engineer who is designing has to determine what are the cables to be used. The cable for the cooker is different from the cable for the lights or sockets. Okay? Yeah. The cable you use for, 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 for other items that consume high voltages like showers, different. The cable you use for a water pump is going to be different sizes so but that has to be put in the design so that the contractor whoever is doing that has to adhere to that design Mm. okay at the design also is where you position items Mm. how do we position those items the the, the accessories electrical accessories where are they placed is it a place that's secure okay Mm. is it a place that uh, there'll be water because the water and electricity there uh, as people say, they are enemies. Eh? So it has to be very, very critical. And the, also the loading, it comes in the design stage. Mm. 
Okay. The client has said, what are the components, or what is the loading, or what will be in the wife, in, in that house. So if somebody is going to have a fridge uh, of this size, and then you design your system such that now they load to that fridge, the socket that you have put as the fridge, uh, the fridge connector, what is the load of that fridge? Then you end up putting a deep freezer there. <clears throat> so it becomes, uh, it becomes uh, something. So the question is, how is the loading? What was the design? at the start. Mm -hmm. A socket was designed for a, a TV. Why is it being used to, uh, for water pump? Or why is it being used for? Mm -hmm. For when a welder comes, he's using the same socket. Mm -hmm. Those are two different loading. So how is the loading done at the design stage? Okay. Yes. Okay. So I think so far he's captured one preventive measure. Everything for you to prevent um, electrical accidents or incidents within our place. It starts at the design phase. So, guys, I hope you're on the same page so far. So, uh, my next question would be on um, you're saying we, we have to get uh, electrical teams all the way from uh, the design phase. Now, tell us about um, now when it comes to installation and testing. Yes. Who do you engage and how do you know that whoever you're engaging is actually licensed for the same? Now, according to uh, regulations, uh, Kenya regulations, the Energy Act 2019, the Energy Act stipulates mm -hmm. that um, for anybody to be engaged as an electrician, they, one, they must be trained. The people who are trained are the ones to be engaged as electrician. Mm -hmm. Number one. Number two, training alone is not enough. There should be people who are proven by IPRA. Mm -hmm. IPRA is the, is, is the body, the, the the, the, the Energy and Petroleum Regulatory Authority. They examine and license electricians. Right? We know people know IPRA as the ones who raise, uh, raise fees for the fuel right? Energy, yeah. and uh, all that. But IPRA also licenses the electricians that we engage in our homes. Mm -hmm. Why that is very important because is um, one, the qualified person, these are the people who will be able to, one, know the type of material to be used. Because if I am a licensed electrician, I don't, know, I, didn't, I don't need to be told the wire to use for what? For the sockets. Mm -hmm. If I'm a licensed electrician, because I've gone through the training, I've done exams by IPRA, I have a license, like a driving license, I can show, okay? Why, the, why, why that let us given that? In case of any accident, you can be held responsible. Mm -hmm. Because they can revoke that license. You can be traced. Mm -hmm. So the person who is licensed, one can be able to choose the materials, the right materials to be used. Okay? Mm -hmm. And this is the person that you need to have, the quality. He's the person who knows the quality. He's the person who knows the positioning, the trained person. Because mm -hmm. the choice of materials by this electrician who is now competent enough is very key. The quality of work that he will do is also very critical. Mm -hmm. The licensed person also, another thing is that... Uh, he understands, he will be able to understand the drawings, eh? the drawings by the engineer. He'll be able to understand or interpret what is needed. And in case of any changes in load, he can be able to, to adjust to that. So the licensed electrician is very, very critical because of uh, he will do the right thing, as I may use that word, the simpler word. He will do the right thing as required. The right thing in terms of choosing the wires. Maybe just to, to, to give you an example, in wiring, we have uh, three 
types of wires. There is always the light, there's always the neutral, and there's always the earth. Okay? The earth is very dormant. You can do away with it and still your things function. But you'll be now endangering what? Endangering the premises. So if somebody who doesn't understand, he'll be likely to neglect that earthquake in terms of saving materials to the client. But now at the end of it, he'll be risking the premises, risking the users, and making it to be what? To be very dangerous or unsafe for the use. Mm. So yes, electrical works need to be done by licensed electricians, mm. by IPRA. And IPRA has classes. There is class C1, there's class C2, there's class B, there's class A1, and there's class A2. All these classes, is they are given depending on the competency of the person. Class C2 is normally the, 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 the lowest. And this person has a limitation of what he can do. He cannot wire a, a, a premise that is to be used for public. Mm -hmm. And he cannot go beyond even a ground floor. Class C2, he can go up to a three or four story. Class B can do now everything. Class A, they are specialized people. Mm. Okay? So they need to, the, the, the owners, maybe the landlords need to, or the owners, the builders, they need to engage the right people. And that's where the safety begins. Mm. This is a person who knows the measurements or the tests that need to be done on the building. What tests are to be done? The client will not know. Or the owner of the building will not know. But the electrician needs to know, I have done my wiring, I need to test here and there to be sure that the premises are lighting, leaving the house with the lights is not enough. The question is, is it tested? Because electricity cannot be seen. Faults cannot be seen. They can only be detected through measurement. They can only be detected by use of instrument. And that's why you need to have a competent person who will be able to carry out this test. I have connected a shower. Have I left it in a good state? But any other person can, of course, connect a socket, connect a shower. But the question is, a competent person will be able to carry out. Have I left it in a good state? Mm. That when somebody is there, you are confident that person will not be electrocuted. Okay? When a fault comes, let's say there is a lightning, you are sure that the TV will not burn. Okay? Because why should that TV burn? And there's so many protection. It doesn't add the same. To an electrical person, a competent person, the TV should not burn. Why should the TV burn? When there is a, in the meter board, there is a breakers. KPLC has put a cutout in the circuit breakers. In the kitchen or in the corridor, there is a consumer unit with breakers. So why should the TV burn? If a competent person did it, he will measure and ensure that in case of a fault, because a fault can occur, where does the fault go to? Or the excess current go to? Okay? Those, those are the, now the, the, the questions maybe the, 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 the people need to, to understand. Because in case of a fault, let me just mention, in case of a fault, fault current or any problem in the installation, it is not the problem of KPLC. Okay? It may be the problem of KPLC one way, but the main problem is not. It's normally with the installation. Mm -hmm. Because if there's a problem, it should not flow to the TV, uh, to, the, to the TV or to the cooker or electrocute somebody, it is supposed to go to earth. And that's why there is what you call earthing. Mm -hmm. One of the main tests that electricians need to carry out is earthing. Okay? Earthing test. Mm -hmm. And earthing test you start by measuring the soil. Is the soil okay before you just hit the earthing rod in the soil? Then measure if the fault comes, will the current go to the soil or it will go to the TV? 
Okay. The, 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 the part of the, the soil should be have low resistance so that in case of anything, the TV not to burn. Or if the, the cooker has a problem, if I touch the cooker and feel, there is a shock. So if the earth part is okay, I will not be killed, but it will go to the earth. But let me ask you this too. Is, is this information available to a tenant? Because the level you're talking about is now the, the owner of the premise and the electrician, right? Or the electrical team. Now, for me as a tenant who is coming in to occupy space that I'm paying for, maybe a bed sitter, a one bedroom, a two bedroom house, how do I get access to this information? I would say that, uh, you know, in Kenya, people like shortcuts. Eh? I know. So the problem is our shortcuts. You don't want to pay qualified people. Mm -hmm. If you can engage a qualified person, somebody will submit their, 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 their credentials, apply for the job, rather than picking somebody who did a job somewhere and then say, can you, I want to give you this contract, quote for me. Let people submit their credentials. Understand them. Are they licensed for the, the electrician? Do they have the equipment to measure? That is the starting for the when you're, the building is being constructed. But now for the client, uh, customer or a tenant who has come into the house, it is very difficult to be able to measure that. But now I will say this. Mm -hmm. In case you sense any problems, if you sense any malfunctioning of your electrical gadgets, the best way is to bring a qualified electrician to check for you. Not the caretaker, as people do. It's good to bring a qualified electrician. Let the electrician check, starting from the meter board, the earth thing, is the everything okay? Checking the wires, okay, checking are the wires okay? That can be an opportunity to safeguard your own house now. Bring, don't look at the, 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 look at, um, the caretaker to come and check and say, everything okay? No, bring a qualified electrician to check your room. You rather spend more, more money and prevent an accident. Yeah. And that is very, so that's for you. Like for example, you, you, our, your shower blows or your, your, your bulb in the city will came, you put it on, it, it blew up. It is not normal because tomorrow it will not just blow, it may explode or something else may blow up. Mm -hmm. A TV band, you go and buy another one. It is not normal. It is good to bring now a qualified bulb. Why did the TV band? Why did the, this bulb explode? Okay? You go to the shower, you are touching, uh, uh, let's say, for example, you sense there is some electric. Uh, you, you open the tap, you send some shock on the on the on the one on that metallic tap. The question is not normal. You don't just say, ah, this is just a small um, shock. It will end. No, no, no. It's not normal. Bring an electrician to check because tomorrow someone else will go and touch you, not feel the shock, but he'll be electrocuted and be killed. Okay. So in case a tenant senses abnormality, there's an iron box, and the iron box burned, or it, it, it got destroyed because of. It is not normal. Bring an electrician to check. Why is this what happening? Okay, you have a socket, and if the socket is binding up, showing signs, don't bring someone to replace the socket. Let someone come and check for you, because tomorrow that same same socket will be a source of problem. So, 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 um, before you go on, um, I hope you guys, if it's a bit clear, um, pointers, what to look out for when you're in your home. You might think they're very simple things, that spark, that equipment getting heated. It's actually a sign that there's a fault somewhere that was overlooked. So please note these things. But let me just ask you this: um, when it comes to maintenance, yes, how often should I maintain my appliances? Say from extensions, from if I have um, my wiring in the house, 
how often should they yes. go for maintenance? Electrical systems, and I use the word system, mm. like any other system, electric vehicle systems, it has to be maintained. Because a system is bound to fail or degrade. There is depreciation. And because of that depreciation, it, there have to be maintenance to ensure that the system functions as normal. Because over time, the electrical system will also depreciate. The wires will wear out. You know, the insulation is normally rubber. Okay? There'll be that wearing out. There'll be, you know, rubber with time, it also hardens and then starts breaking off, right? So electrical systems are it's advisable. After three years, you start, you need to test it. Okay. It's not about uh, not necessarily maintenance, but just testing to be sure that the rats are not eating them up, to be sure that there is no no leakages anywhere. Okay? Even just leakages. People complain that they're paying a lot of money to get their power. I've seen this that uh, when I was in the field, there are people who had complained that, oh, power, why am I paying a big, a big, a big what, a, a bills? And the one question I asked somebody one day, uh, a good friend of mine, uh, an old said, this house of you are almost 60 something years. And I said, this house of yours, when did you build it? I said, this house I built it 40 years ago, when I was still a young man. Then I asked, after, four, uh, after those, uh, within those 40 years, how many times have you tested it? He said, no. It's still, it just has been working. <laughs> then I asked him, where is your ethic? He said, ethic? What is that ethic? Is there anywhere they, they put a rod somewhere? He said, yes, yes, yes. It was here, but I have put cabin rod. You see? And he was paying big money to Kenya Power. So one, that's leakage. So if you bring someone to do maintenance, you discover this ethic was good. But because of now the children have been playing around, they have filled it with rocks and all that. So it's now destabilized. So somebody can discover some small, small fault here. Okay? Because some of the bills people pay and complain that Kenya Power is stealing from them, it can be corrected through maintenance because of leakages to ground. Okay? And then, how often uh, the, the regulations is that uh, there is no law in Kenya which stipulates for that maintenance. But the, the, the electrical international laws, okay? We talk about international uh, electrical and electronics, IEEE, uh, IEEE regulations there. So any electrician will know that this house I've done after three years I need to test. And it's not to test, not to remove any wire. There are key areas they need to test, like the earthing, the insulation, continuity, polarity. No, there are key areas they can be able to test using specialized equipment. This is something somebody can do within one hour is done. And if there is a fault, is when they can now say, hey, here there's a fault. Can we correct it? Okay. And is this um, is this done by KPLC or mm. still I get a competent electrician? It is good to get a competent electrician. This is not the work of KPLC. KPLC, if there's a problem with their supply, fine. Mm. But if from the house checking, if everything is okay in the house, is squarely the owner or the occupant of the house. Mm. It's not KPLC. Okay? Test the installation now open. To be sure, test the shower. Don't say my shower has been selling good. For 10 years, suppose it will fail one day. When it fails, what will happen? Because every, every system, it will happen. nobody develops some malfunction. So that shower which has been working for 10 years, no problem. Is there some checks to say, someone to come and check, say, uh, this shower is okay? Because if the, let's say, for example, the neutral, the, the earth thing is wearing out. Some people using salt water. Once in a while, the water is not there, you bring the, bath, the, the water baths and then bring salty water. Mm -hmm. Salty water is very, you know, it, it consumes what? It, it has effect, the rusting effect 
or corrosion on uh, on, on what metallic parts even for the electrical for the electrical shower right so if it's wearing out one day it has wear out the other thing what happened two things one it may fail to work or two, three it may become what faulty and pass current so that's why in checking maintainers they help in moving things like that they help to detect signs of failure in the electrical system they detect in in terms of protect is the protection okay because when i'm coming to like they say somebody is coming to test uh, to, to do maintainers he will simulate some faults and see will the breaker trip if the shower has a problem for example will the breaker trip if i can simulate a fault in case there is a problem will the tv burn or it will trip i will not burn the tv but somebody will just simulate through that socket for the TV. Okay. You put something, you can even show that socket and see, will it trip or not? Yes. Um, a very interesting um, but I have one more question. Um, for trainings, yes. do you think um, homeowners themselves need trainings? And um, if you have a house up in the house, do you think they need trainings? Do you think our kids need trainings on electrical safety? Do you think it should be we should go a long way in preventing some of these accidents we're having in the homes. Yes, electrical accidents are on the rise. And uh, it's one of the headache of uh, Kenya Power and also other, but, uh, on, uh, other stakeholders in energy. But in a nutshell, everybody needs to be aware of electrical safety. I am aware Kenya Power is conducting a, a safety awareness through the principles of schools, right? both primary and secondary, so that they can now the principals can teach the, 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 the can teach the teachers and the pupils as they grow up about some tips on electrical safety. There's a very big campaign, and they are teaching principals across the country. But that's not enough. Every homeowner, the electrician, you know, one of the things when the when you use a, a, a licensed electrician, one of the, the requirements by IPRA under the Energy Act is for the electrician. Once the electrician does the installation, on handing over, because you need to hand over the installation to the owner of the house, one of the clubs is to train the owner of the house. So that somebody does not come with a stick in the name of you, I want to put a plug. It is not allowed, as people normally do it. Because tomorrow you use a key, so, ah, this socket is off, let me use a car key. To insert my two plug <laughs> uh, charger, then use a stick. Okay, it works. Then people say, Ah, I can use a, a pen. Then the following day, you can use a nail. And then somebody is killed. Yeah. So, the electrician, one of the things is supposed to train the owner of the house. What are the do's and the don'ts? The basic one, not the technical one, the basic one. Mm -hmm. Like, for example, when you are washing with water, please don't flood water until it goes to the socket. Mm -hmm. It's a disaster. You are standing in water and say, Today we want to flood, then you, drah, you flood the, 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 the whole floor. It's a disaster. So there's some do's and the don'ts. An electrician of that home or that house is supposed to pass basic knowledge to their user. Okay. And that is normally a requirement under law. If anything happens and you go and say the electrician who did me just he left it. Because how would I know on and off a switch? I may not know. The electrician is supposed to tell you this is on, this is off. Yes. Okay. This socket is for for the pump. This one is for the for the for the for the for the for the, for the um, ioning. Don't use it for anything else. This one is for, for the radio and the TV. Don't use it for ironing. This extension here, you use for this. And that's how life is. But now, they don't do it. Hmm? They don't do it. You come to the house, it's on. They say, ah, did you feel yes? You send the money, and person has come. Send the balance, you pay the person, you are done. That's it. Life yeah. goes on. Yeah.
Mm-hmm. Let me ask you this. This is just for me. Uh, maybe it might interest uh, some of the audience. For um, extensions. Yes. Uh, how often should I replace my extension? And if it's a capacity of, say, um, six, is it okay if I use all the six slots available to me? Uh, I would say yes and no. Mm-hmm. How often do you replace extension? As long as they are working, you cannot. You are not supposed to replace because mm-hmm. if it's working, you only replace a malfunctioning one. Mm-hmm. Number two, can you use all the if it's um, four multiplier? Can you use the four of them? The answer is yes and no. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yes, if it's within the loading. And I want to say every electrical gadget accessory it has a, a, a loading or a, a maximum power it can handle. Okay, everything, including a socket. Also, we talked about socket for TV is not the same as the socket for the cooker. Okay, a socket for the TV is not the same as the socket for water pump. You get that? So every electrical gadget it has a rating, and that is why even the, that's why we use different wires. There are small wires like one point five millimeters in the radi- That's the, the the radius there for lighting. We talk about socket two point five cookers. We talk about six point zero. And so forth and so forth. So, every electrical gadget it has a rating, including extensions. Okay, if you have an extension of, uh, uh, if I'm using a, in a in a layman way, it has four holes, eh? and then you say me I want the one. Uh, there's another one for two, so I'll go for the one of four because it's bigger. And then you, what what are you going to use it for? Yeah, what are you going to use it for? Because every electrical gadget has a rating, and then you have the one for four. Then you are putting, what are you putting? TV, you are putting this one, you are putting ironbox, you are putting that. The end of the day, you start burning, it will burn or it will burn the gadget because you are overloading it. And by the way, extensions are only supposed to be used temporarily. And that's why they are called extension. They are just extending power from here to here and then once you are done, you remove it. It's not something to be permanent, even in offices. It's not supposed to be permanent. And that's why they need to provide enough sockets. Extension, you just want, you are having a meeting outside your office mm-hmm. and you want to tap power. You extend it there. After you have done it, you remove. Okay? I didn't know that. It's supposed to be temporal. It's a temporal, because, you know, it's, it's a risky from safety point of view. Mm-hmm. Because one, you can even uh, stipple through the cable. Mm-hmm. Okay? So it's supposed to be something temporal, use it, and then go. You have an... Uh, an event, there's a, you need to tap some power for that particular event out there. Two hour event, maybe a wedding, maybe a, a birthday party. Tap an extension from the house, put it out there. At the end of the day, you are done with it. That, remove it. Not something to be used forever and ever in the house. It's supposed to be that. But the point is, it has a loading. Mm-hmm. Maximum rated power. Don't just put things there for the sake of putting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This has been an eye opening conversation because um some of the things I need to know especially about the extensions. I didn't know about the designing of the house where the sockets are uh, I mean supposed to be placed. So Wanyama thank you very much. Um just uh let me ask you this if you have um, maybe a message to our listeners regarding electrical safety, what exactly would you want to share with them? What I can t- tell the, the listeners and the viewers uh, of this great program is that um, electrical uh, accidents do happen, but the key thing is that they are preventable. We can prevent every accident. Accident is something, the definition of accident is anything that is unplanned. 
but they are preventable. We can prevent accidents, including electrical accidents, by having proper people to check on our electric, electrical uh, connections, starting from the design to the installation to how we choose materials and how do we use it. Do we have the knowledge on how to use it? Where do you put the, or, or how do you connect, for example, the, the, the iron box? So there's a whole thing about it. So my message also will be that um, electrical installation needs to be tested. Before you go into a house, ask even the landlord, when did you test this electrical? I'm going to use an electrical cooker. Uh, electrical cooker. I'm going to use electrical shower. When did you last test it? Is there a, a certificate of testing it? Because electricians, they have those certificates. They can give you, I've tested it, it's okay. That commitment. Electricity is good. But if you leave it to be a, a, a master, it will be dangerous. It's a good servant, a bad master. But in this technological advancement, and that's why the government is doing a rural electrification to all homes, because they know for technological advancement, every home must have electricity. And that's why we need more safety. Thank you, and God bless you. Thank you very much, Wanyama. Um, this has been a very, uh, I mean, mind-blowing. Uh, but um, my message to the audience is that um, electrical safety is key when you interact with electricity. What happens? It could lead to death. Normally, someone told me once that um, there are two accidents. When an accident happens, three things happen. You're offered first aid. Or you end up in a hospital. Or you end up in a morgue somewhere. You're dead and you're buried. And that's the end of the story. So dealing with electricity needs a bit of care, needs for you to understand what the preventive measures are or precautions to take. So in this episode, that's basically what we've shared with you, what the precautions are, the preventive measures you can take to protect your, yourself, to protect your employees, to protect your kids. So guys, thank you very much for joining us for this episode. I hope uh, you learned as much as I have. It was a very informative session. I have learned so much about electrical safety, domestic electrical safety, workplace electrical safety. So I hope that you get to share this with your family, with your friends, and with your colleagues. So kindly subscribe. When you come across this video, subscribe, like, comment, and hit the notification button. Because every Friday, we'll be releasing episodes. Thank you very much, and bye.